in my mind. It's almost Christmas. Welcome to Millennial Love. I don't remember, no, but don't we can't help it sometimes. <laughs> you hit a <laughs> one, of oh, little, okay. one of them little dumb laughs. Anyway, we're tired and um This is it's almost this is, Christmas. This is what take fifteen on this episode? Oh, clearly yeah. got my destroyed. God. Yeah, because clearly it got destroyed. But because of my own doing. No, it's not your fault. It wasn't your fault. It yeah, is not man. your fault. It is my fault. It's I'm gonna take the blame. My computer. We need to listen. We just need to get a hard drive. Who's gonna sponsor us and buy, and buy us an external hard drive? Because I think we should probably we probably us. should we'll start another um what is it called? Crowdfund? Kickstarter? Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Another Kickstarter campaign. We yeah, should. we actually are gonna kick 2018 off with another Kickstarter campaign because we need some coins. I don't think people understand like these other people be run by a well oil machine. This is all us. All legit, all us. Yeah, only us. And it's okay because we're gonna. There will come a day where we're gonna have the support that we need. There will be mouth. We're not doing it. No, not this week, nigga. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. Okay, how was y'all's week, Justin? Listen, my week was great. I just spent uh, the weekend with my family in Louisiana, and I needed that recharge. Um, shout out to Ramey and Kevin Vital, uh, one of my good friends, childhood friends. She, They just recently got married. Congratulations. Yeah, it was very beautiful I love to weddings. Um, see their union. It was very nice. I was like, oh, this seems like a good thing to do. But I don't know if all that'll ever happen for me. But what a marriage or wedding? Yeah, it's kind of like too much. It's very dramatic. But the wedding, I'm saying, like experiencing their union was yeah. like, oh wow, that's dope. Hmm. It is the season for weddings and proposals. So shout out to everybody that got engaged and/or married and/or whatever else you can do. Yeah, they're a wonderful couple. Wonderful couple. That's Ish. awesome. How was your week? It was really nice. I spent some time with um, my best friend, whose mother is my godmother, and my best friend's daughter is my goddaughter. So it was just like a fun-filled weekend of family, because they're my family. And we had a good time reminiscing about the 90s. <laughs> What'd y'all do? Y'all just hung out? or like? Well, no. We had... Um, so my godmother, which is my best friend's mom, had a banquet for her church, and we sang. What you were singing? Girl, we sang that song I was just singing by Mary Mary. <laughs> and then we also sung uh, John P. Key, The Presence of the Lord is Here. So, Did you have a solo? I absolutely did not have a solo. <laughs> Let's be clear. I harmonized. And I actually did not do a very good job because, listen, this is why. I found out what the song we were singing. I found out the song we were singing the day of. Oh. 
And so I had to go back and like listen to it. And like I'm standing next to my best friend's name is Tiffany. She's an amazing soloist. She sings, her voice is very beautiful, but she's a soprano. So I'm standing next to her <laughs> trying to catch the tenor note. Yeah. Couldn't catch it. She's doing runs. I'm going up and down with her. It was horrible. Then they told me afterwards that I was really loud. And I thought I was being quiet. And they were oh, like, no, no you were loud as hell. Like, yeah, yeah. So it was like, just y'all two singing? It was me, Tiffany, her sister, Sean, and their mom, which is my godma. So it was only four y'all up there. It was only four. Oh, yeah. No music. Like, no piano, nothing. Oh, you for sure. I messed it up. I messed it all the way up. But it felt good because I hadn't sang with them in a long, long time. <laughs> Look, you were your heart out. Okay. <laughs> I was. But normally I stand next to her sister, and her sister is really good at giving me my note. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And so Tiffany, she just takes it into solo mode and is, you know, all of Beyonce up there leaving me <laughs> to be a Latavia Latoya. And it's like, come on, bro. <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> the next day we um <clears throat> my goddaughter dances at church at um, Concord, so we went to Concord to watch her dance, and then we all cooked a dish for Sunday dinner. So that is that's nice. nice. That's yeah. really nice. Yep, we had a good time. How was your week, Cara? What did I do this? Oh well, Ben's here. Everyone, uh, Ben is here. Um, yeah, this week has been good. Like actually, this weekend. For y'all who don't know, I'm I'm kind of a messy person. I'm not super clean. Um, and Ben is the total opposite of me. So he came into my apartment and saw my closet and was like, uh-uh. So basically, we gutted my entire closet. Oh, that's fun. My that, entire... I don't know about fun. No, it wasn't but fun. But it is good. It's yeah. nice to have somebody to help you do that. Yeah. Like, I came... Actually, I came home from work on Friday and he had... Because my laundry room also had clothes everywhere. I just have so many clothes. And he had folded all my clothes in my laundry room, washed all the clothes, dried them, folded everything, folded everything. And so then I had to like pick through it and like figure out what I wanted. And so we did like a, a winter cleaning, plus hung up all the clothes in my closet. And like we basically just like did a deep cleaning of my apartment. So shout out to Ben for That's being, really nice. being the clean one in the relationship. Cause I, I already look, he knows what time it is. So. Um, but other than that, Barrister Sue Brunch had our Jingle and Mingle Brunch this past Sunday, and it was really awesome. Um, if you don't know, Barrister Sue Brunch is a uh, an organization for young black female attorneys in the Dallas area. We are expanding to Houston in February, so we'll be having a brunch there. Um, and it was a really good turnout. We had about 20 black female attorneys, and it was, like, really That's awesome. Nice. And, like, some older women came. I say older, like... Older than 30, like probably 35, 40, um, which oh, was awesome. And so like it was, really young. I was about to say, 35, we're not that far. Well, older than uh, older and that, than and us. And that statement, statement makes me older because that's what older people say. That ain't, that ain't old. That's right. like really young. <laughs> that know? ain't old. <laughs> but yeah, so it was really, really nice. We had a really good turnout. And so, yeah, I'm just, um, I'm just blessed. So we're blessed in the spirit. You know, no, all you people are love blessed. to say that. That's, that's and highly favored. Yes. Yeah, so this week I'm going to Atlanta for Christmas. So I'm super excited. I feel Shout out to my best friend Claudine. Her birthday is on the 20th, which is when this episode gonna come out. <laughs> Happy birthday, Her Claudine! Today. Yay! Yay! Happy birthday, Claudine! <laughs> um, Shout out to 
Kelsey Anya. Yes. For her 4.0. 4.0. Good Shout job. Out That's crazy. Kelsey Shout out to you. Yes. I, I ain't never had a 4.0. Exactly. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> and especially in college. Uh, in high school, y'all never had a 4.0? Y'all probably did. Y'all I just did in high school because it didn't matter. Yeah, uh, I probably did in high school, I but not in college. No damn <laughs> college for sure not. Law school for sure not. Heck no. Anyway, what y'all doing for Christmas? Um, for Christmas, I'm spending time with my family, and I love it. I you going to Louisiana? Yes. Okay. I I, well, I leave for Atlanta on tomorrow, the twentieth. Um, and then I fly. No, sorry. Yeah, I leave for Atlanta on the 19th, and then I fly back on Friday, uh, and I'm going to spend time with my family. I mean, I two two Christmases ago, or maybe last Christmas, was it last Christmas last show? Last Christmas you were here. Yeah, I'm never doing that again. Like, that's trash. <laughs> for me, it's trash. I know some people, you know, they don't like going home for Christmas, but I love being around my family. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. Like, that's when everyone gets together. Yeah. So... I'm, I'm happy about that. What about you, Mish? I'll be with my fam. Here? Yep. In Dallas? Okay. Yeah, because we all live here. I mean, my immediate family is all here, mm-hmm. so we'll be kicking it. Is it going to be a joint effort? Like, is your dad and your mom going to be together? Or oh, it's, we're going to do that anyways. That's how we are. Like, this, <laughs> every year, my dad is, because he's no longer married, he's, you. what else you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you're yeah. going to be with your ex wife and her kids because yeah. one of her kids is your kids. So, hey. Or you don't really he choice. trying to, you know, get back in. Push up. Let on me tell it. you about that. <laughs> he not. And she ain't either. They was, they was at the banquet together, right? Because, what banquet? The one this weekend? Yeah. My mama walked through the door. <laughs> She's so petty. My dad is sitting at the table. He was invited because my godmother was like, I'm going to invite him because she's trying to get them back together. Like, scape. And Not scape. <laughs> my mama together. walks through the door and sits three chairs over from my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> she petty. I said, you so petty. Ooh, she petty. So it's not going to happen. But we always spend holidays together, so they don't really have a choice until one of them gets married and it becomes awkward for the other one. So. <laughs> that's, hey. one of, that's one of them like, nigga, every time I, every time I get to let your ass know mm. that I don't want you no more, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know. Your mama just might be playing hard to get. Could be. That could be. Because because she could have just sat all the way on the other side, but she did three chairs, which means low key. But if it was one table, if if it was a table like seven. Well, she knew what table she was supposed to be at, so she knew she was supposed to be at that table. She just chose to sit further away from him, and they was at the couple. They was at the table with all couples. Now your um your auntie I mean your godmama petty for that <laughs> <laughs> she knew what she was doing she too did. that baby yeah. knew well yeah I'm going to Atlanta to be with Ben's family I usually split holidays so I do Thanksgiving with my family Christmas with his this year I'm going to cook a dish so um, at the in laws what are you gonna cook. I'm gonna cook that's my important. greens. I'm gonna cook greens. Okay. They eat greens, huh? Do yeah, they eat greens? All niggas eat greens. In my yeah. family, we don't eat greens. Seriously? Seriously, I haven't. Y'all st- eat I, cabbage though, right? Yeah, we eat cabbage. Like I haven't, um, I haven't, I didn't start eating greens until like I went to Southern when you know really? when I was around other niggas. Greens, I was is a like staple. greens. Greens, greens are a staple. They're all right. I still prefer cabbage. 
I like cabbage. Call them cabbage greens. Cabbage greens. <laughs> <laughs> what you making? Cabbage greens. Cabbage greens. But which one is it? Right. <laughs> you mixing them? Right. <laughs> now maybe if someone mix it, I'll probably appreciate it. I don't think it'd be good. Mix. I've never. I don't even know what that would taste like. Cause cabbage, like you don't even really you cook it the same but differently. Like I feel like you use less liquid for cabbage. Yeah, because it creates its own. Right, water. and if but and it's a little have, bit oily. Do y'all put vinegar in y'all cabbage? No, yeah, I don't. And you do put vinegar, vinegar and greens, greens, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I eat cabbage, cabbage more savory. Like my mama does cabbage and sausage together. Yeah, like kielbasa, it'd be good. But anyway, I am venturing out and making the greens for the whole family. So y'all shoot up a couple prayers for the kid. Because that's going to make or break whether or not they're going to invite me into the family. Listen, Car, your greens are really good. And I don't really (laughs) fuck with greens like that. Shout out to me. Thank you, Justin. You'll be good. Thank you, Justin. (laughs) And she don't cook her greens with pork. So that that, that speaks volumes. I don't use any meat at all. Have you had my greens, Mish? I haven't. Okay. You got to have them. You don't cook greens with any meat? No meat. Oh, I got to taste that. They be good. And people were skeptical too. At Friendsgiving, they was like, ah, ain't no meat in here. Don't worry about it. Taste the greens. Don't say nothing. Just taste them. And everybody liked them. So, yeah. Well. I be putting my foot up in them. You are about to have a good time with the love of your life. You, uh, okay. And no, listen, you ha- I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. It just, came, it just came up. It just came up. It just came up. <laughs> you have to wake up early and sp- like cook with his mom. You can't just be sleeping in like you. Oh, yeah, been, you told me that. There. I'm going to, yeah, I'm definitely going to set an alarm for 7 a.m. Yeah. Because any other time, I'm going to sleep in her. So. Because you're trying to get in. You're trying to get in the family. Yeah, that's true. I like, think she you're trying to. Like, but she's trying to land like a permanent position. Right now, she, <laughs> she interning. I'm on the bench right yeah, now. Now nah, you interning, nigga. Oh, you hey, trying to get like a permanent shit. position. Oh, I need an offer letter. Yeah, you need that offer letter. Right. I think the green's going to do it. I think the green's <laughs> going to do it. So we're going to see. And his mama makes homemade biscuits. So I need to learn how to make the biscuits. So you I absolutely need to be up. Because like Martin, my mama biscuits. And so I could just imagine that he yes. wants to forever taste his mama biscuits. Yeah, legit. So I'm going to learn. Anyway. Well, um... I just want to ask y'all a question. I had a really good transition, and then Justin kind of like, oh, he commented, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. we can go back to it. So oh, I think it was from Lover Yo Live. Yeah. I think that's what it was gonna be. Like, yeah. yeah. So we've all dated. We're dating. We're with someone. We're you know getting ready for things. Do y'all believe that when you met the person you're with or have been with previously, they were the love of your life? Like, do you believe in love at first sight? Go, Justin, because you was dying to answer this question. Go, Justin. That is not true. Go, Go, Justin. Go, Justin. Go. I think that is possible because I have met, like, two people where the chemistry was, like, stupid strong. Yeah. And had the timing been right, it would have been a done deal. Yeah. So I think it is very possible. Like I'm talking about chemistry so strong, whereas like you don't even have to like speak words. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I think it's very possible. Unfortunately, circumstance and timing alters that 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 peakness that you experience. So okay, yeah. I think I agree with you on that. I've been in a similar situation. I would say with three people where. There was an instantaneous, like, 
magnetic connection to the point where it's like I could not not talk to them. Mm-hmm. I could not not be around them. I had to pursue whatever it was. And for me, in those instances, in, and I don't necessarily believe it's love at first sight, but it's definitely a huge, I don't know, a soul I, tie at first sight. I, I don't know. Say love. I don't know, because love is such love. a strong term to me. It's love for me mm-hmm. means that I like yearn for you without sex. Like I, I literally. And that's what that feeling is. Okay, well, maybe so. Maybe it's, it's like you, you yearn for, you feel it. You, Do you want believe them. you can love more than one person at, at the same time? That's the real question because, okay, then, then okay, because for me, I don't feel like it's love because I don't feel like you can be in love with multiple people at, at once. But I feel like you can love more than one person. So maybe the question is whether whether you're in love with them at first sight or you love them at but first it sight. Said, well, right, but it says love at first sight. Do you it's believe in love? In love, love at first, first sight. Yeah. Okay, I guess I do. I guess I do. And um, But the experience for me has always been ended badly. It's like every time I have an intense connection with someone, it's almost like a um, a chemical reaction. It happens, it combusts, and then it's over. It's because so, of circumstance. It's like something happens or... Not every time. Timing. They I do call something. it lust yeah. at first sight. Hmm. And it's not, I know lust has to do with sexual desires. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like you can meet someone and this chemistry that you all are talking about can be so intense that it could be sexual without it being physical sex. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you don't have to penetrate. We haven't used that word in a long time. Oh, my God. For I that, hate the word <laughs> penetrate. For that connection to be sexual and to be a desire that you have of that person. And so because I feel like love is a behavior and not just a feeling, I believe that love can be um, not taught but uh, earned. It comes over time. You can learn to love someone. But and you can fall in love with someone through time. I think at first sight, it's more so of like a desirable chemistry or like I said, lust, because you want you're yearning more of that person, right? And so it's like what you said, Cara, it's like you hit this peak so quickly when you meet somebody like that. And then it just comes down. Right. So, but here's right. the thing, though. Just be, because it's coming down doesn't mean that, like, you're falling out of love with them. It's just a matter of, like, you experiencing something to that, like, magnitude. And then as you ex- or as you are ex- as you get more time with them, it's like you're coming down. Mm-hmm. So, I, that's why I think it is love. Because it's like you instantly care about them. You it's, it's just beyond sex. It's like, I don't give a fuck what you have going on. Right now, mm-hmm. I'm gonna probably wait, or I'm gonna just like I want to know. It's this is why I say it's love at first sight like, because like it doesn't matter what's going on now. After that first, whatever happens first, then it's like you begin to come down from reality, and then that's when like circumstance and like timing, you just be like, well, nah, that's not it. But I still like you, and I just can't put myself into that situation. Okay, that may be you true know? that's usually how it happens, how it has happened with me. Where it would be like, 
Oh my God, you are everything to me. I will drop it's everyone great and everything it's for great you. Moments. It's great and then moments. like it like you, I mean, you know, you like kiss or whatever that spark is. Mm. And then like right after that, it's like, mur, 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 because then you realize they're crazy or something wrong with them or the circumstances, you know, whatever. Right. But but I have been in those moments where it was like so for crazy me, chemistry. It's like I guess it's like a high. You know, like you're on high with that person and it feels so good, but I don't necessarily feel like it's love because I've, okay, I'm clearly not with these people, but, or this person, but I've been in love with somebody to where I thought, you know, like this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And that feeling and the feeling that I'm thinking about love and first sight are two, two totally different, different, different feelings. feelings. Like, it's just like, I don't know. You just desire that person all the time. You want them around you nonstop. And then I don't know. It's like you come down from your high and you just be like, well, I mean. It was cool for what it was. It was cool for what it was. But it wasn't all all that. Yeah. So. You see, mine was like, I mean, my two experiences. You see, you need to stop playing around that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. My two experiences was like, if I wanted to let it keep going, I mean, if I wanted to let it. If if I wanted to continue it, I could have. Okay. I just couldn't because of like, you know, where I probably was from a mentally, emotionally, you know, it's like I'm not ready to go down that road. Hmm. It was more of a cognizant decision rather than a feelings and emotional decision, if that makes sense. But the feelings was there. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, next time I meet somebody, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had that like crazy though crazy connection? I have. Okay. I um I feel like I had that crazy connection recently, and then it just like peaked and then it dropped, and I was like, well, all right. Um. That is true though, because I guess that's not love if you. But I don't know. Yeah, what is love? You know, that's the question. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is like? People. people really know. I thought love was patient. I thought love was kind. You know, <laughs> it's. I guess it could be a lust of like, like a mental lust, like a like a mm-hmm. emotional stimulus, emotionally stimulative lust. If that is a term, um. You literally like crave that person's attention and their what's the word? Their aura. Mm, yes. Like you you, you crave yeah, you crave their vibe, I guess. Um and I've I've most definitely been in that situation. But I can say like with Ben and I, it wasn't necessarily love at first sight, but because our love has been like slow, a slow and steady build. For me, it's more long lasting right? and impactful, yeah. and just like, like it's not gonna just die out because literally we've built this foundation. Versus me, like it's so like do a you candle. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like it a firecracker. A behavior and like being able to build into that and grow into that versus like. Immediately. Yeah, because it's almost like one of them little firecracker, the little red firecrackers. Like, basically, you hit them with the, like, you light it, 
And like when you're anticipating, it's like, oh my God, I can't wait for it to go. Boom. And then it's like, okay, I'm good. Boom. It's in sofa. And now it's July 5th and it doesn't matter anymore. Right. And I'm dead. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. So I guess based off of what we said, love at first sight isn't real. No. But if you do believe in love at first sight, while you're listening, tell us your love at first sight stories. Um, and let us know why you think like that. Hashtag ML3 on Twitter. Follow us at Millennial Love. M-I-N-N-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-L-L-E-
I think on previous episodes, I've talked about the fact that my size um, has been an insecurity, not because of my own thoughts, but because of just the culture. Um, and, you know, black people feel like you should be thick or whatever like that. But I personally like my size um, and the thoughts of what other black people, and I'm going to continue to say black people because them the only people that have a problem with my size. Um, mm. What other black people think, it doesn't affect me to the, the point where I'm like depressed about it or, you know, I have anxiety or whatever like that because um, I appreciate my size. I, I think it's a lot of people that um, struggle with different things and different areas in their life and my size is not something that brings me any pain mm -hmm. so i'm fine with it um yeah yeah i mean as a as a black woman oh. I, I have body image issues i have struggled with body image issues probably since um puberty and i think a lot of it stems from um the way I was raised and the people I was raised by, but also by exter other external things, other external things having to do with like just being from the South and like it's on one, on one hand I was being told that I was fat, but then on the other hand it's like, Ooh, you thick girl. Cause you from the South and you know what I'm saying? So it was like a, a kind of, I was being pulled in both directions. Mm -hmm. um, as an adult, it was my, like, I was putting the pressure on myself mm -hmm. to be thin, but other people were telling me and are telling me that I'm fine the way that I am because being thick is like a thing for a black woman. So um, it's it's kind of, I've, I've gotten both sides of the, of the spectrum as it relates to my body image issues. Sometimes I feel really good about being thick and other times I just feel like I'm fat and disgusting. So it really just depends on the day and the outfit and... How I'm feeling. I mean, dudes don't ever complain, but um, I think most of the time I'm trying to be skinny for other women or for myself, not really for men. So that's a, a weird thing. So now that you say that, I think that, that, I mean, it does have a lot to do with women. Yeah. Other women, it's either they want to tell you how they think you should look because uh, I guess their own insecurity, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. they're probably projecting their own insecurities on you. Cause I, I mean, I pulls and I ain't never had nobody complain about it either. Yeah. I mean, it is like with men, it's like, this is what you like. This is what you don't like. This mm -hmm. is what you, you know? So yeah. And as you say that, I think there might be, there's more to that then. Especially with point. black women, especially. With, and I've realized that like the women I was raised by, were all bigger women. So it was like, mm. it was like, it was almost like they were trying to make me feel bad for being my size because they wanted to be my size. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I'm not trying to say it like I'm, I think I'm better or skinnier or whatever, but I do think that that was some of it. I mean, because it wasn't just me they would say it about. It would be other people and that whole you know, girl, you too small. You need to eat. But then when you eat, it's like, girl, you eat too much. You need to push back from the table. There's no, See, you know, there's no in no between. Pleasing. Yeah, there's no in between. Yeah. Um. So, do you think uh, social media has affected the way that you perceive your body? And and if so, how are you? What what are the things that you're doing to counteract that? 
I don't think I'm doing anything to counteract it right now other than trying to understand the mental aspect behind it. But I do think that social media has something to do with it because, I mean, I really like clothes. I wouldn't say I'm like uh, like a fashion person, but I like wearing different things. I like trying different things and, um, you know, like guys wear is not like how it was in the 90s where like they were wearing like oversized clothes and stuff like that so everything is a little bit more form-fitting for guys like even trunks like you remember when guys used to wear trunks they were down to their knees Mm -hmm. swimming trunks they're not doing that anymore it's like mid thighs so um i think guys clothes now like or even with the slim fitting jeans it's, it's just different so i think it does because you know i follow people who i feel that can dress for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> um, and some of the things that they do where I'm like, dang, like I know that, you know, if had I not had this beer gut or this beer belly, or if I had like some arms, you know, it's like some more defined arms, I can probably wear this tank top in the summer. Like I really want to wear like jeans and um, like a tank top or muscle shirt. That's like a look that I've always wanted to wear, but I didn't want to wear because it's like, if you wear it, it needs to look how you want it to look, right? Mm-hmm. Can I wear it? Yes, I can wear it. And to other people, I may look fine. But for myself, I want to wear that look how I want to see myself look. So I would say yes, it does. I actually, really quick, because you said you want to see how, or you want to look the way that you see yourself looking. Mm-hmm. I didn't wear shorts for like, five years because I was like, my legs are too fat. I have too much cellulite. I don't look like blah, blah, blah person or whatever. And then for some reason, I just got over it. And I just started wearing shorts with my dimples out. And I love it. <laughs> you know what? Same. <laughs> I love I did it. not wear shorts or skirts, short skirts, because I'm tiny and my knees are kind of big. <laughs> <laughs> big I got big knees. And so I'd be like, I'm not wearing shorts. <laughs> I'm never putting on shorts. And our freaking steel shot of us is me in shorts. Like, I yeah. got over it one day. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? Freak it. People be like, oh, you got long legs. It's cute, whatever. And I'm just like, this is me. Like, I, yeah. I there is not going to change. Nothing's going to change anytime soon. I just don't think it is. Yeah. Um. And I, I'm not looking for it to change. Yeah. And that's, I think, for me, social media, Um. and y'all know how I feel about it, but that, in, in that aspect of things, it kind of, like, helps me because I make sure that I follow people that I feel look like me. So, like, you know, uh, I got this super B cup, and... <laughs> I follow people that I feel like <laughs> match my body type. Like, I follow Kelly Rowland. We're sitting here looking at Tiffany Haddish now. Like, I follow her because she has a super B cup, too. And mm-hmm. she's fine. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I follow people that make me feel good about the way I look because they look like, and I don't know what they're battling with inside, but they look like they enjoy who they are. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel good to see that people appreciate them and their body and their size and, and all that they have to offer for more than just um, what we see on the outside. Like yeah. They appreciate them as people. And that's really what matters the most. Yeah. So, you know, Gabby Union, you know, all of them that, that are small, mm-hmm. <laughs> I make sure I follow them because they make me feel good. That's very important. That's yeah. good. Following yeah. with intent. Karuchi, she gave me all the life. It used Karuchi to be Rihanna. Cheeks. 
Girl, she be having her little cheeks out. Yeah. Do you hear me? And it used to be Rihanna, but then Rihanna decided she was going to get thick on it. So, you <laughs> she know. She did get thick overnight, didn't she? She did. And she didn't even have a baby. Like, usually, <laughs> that's how the little, the, the small girls get thick. They have a baby. Like, Kelly Rowland, her thighs got bigger after she had a baby. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, I see what's going to happen. But Rihanna, I don't know. That baby stopped. What did she do? She stopped eating like they told her to eat. That baby Clearly, was eating yeah. snap peas and water. <laughs> snap peas. <laughs> and she started eating some bread and them, I think them thighs just spread. Older. Like we, we re- I mean, we felt to realize She's Rihanna's only really, 29. Yeah, like that's young. Yeah. That's when you really, well, I would assume, that's when I started really gaining weight. Like when I was like 28. Yeah, late 30. I mean, yeah. <laughs> late 20s. <laughs> you tried it. No, no I wasn't saying I, I, know, didn't. I know. But <laughs> um, like late 20s, because like my life was just like drinking, chilling, and working. Yeah. It wasn't like me walking to fucking campus or with her, you know, doing albums, concerts, back to back to back to mm-hmm. back. Like she's finally just starting to spread out her albums. Right. So. That's yeah. true. She's probably She not better watch under- out though. She better start some final workout regimen or something. Because she's going to blow up. <laughs> that baby ain't going to do nothing but go and get lipo. So it don't even must matter. Because she got the money to do it. She got the coin. Yeah. She's going to be looking like skate in them. They all look like they're all supposed to be fat, but they all got flat stomachs. That is Skate. so true. Skate definitely so has true. flat stomachs, and but I'm they trying look to like figure they're out. Supposed to be fat. Candy is the main one. Her body does not look right, baby girl. I have to go back and look at Candy. Tiny's think- is weird for real. Tiny's stomach is so weird. And that's Tiny is the only like, one who looks like she's supposed though. to be tiny, but them other sisters they look like they're supposed to be like have a a belly. And it's just like but flat, the pressure but everything of, else is big. Yep. You know? <laughs> and they yeah. are thick women. Yeah, All of them are thick. I think, like you said, Tiny is the only one that looks like she's supposed to be tiny, but still not like skinny yeah. tiny, yeah, but just short and fake Yeah, right. But the pressure, they can't, they can't do it. If they came out there... That don't look. Can we just agree that that doesn't look good? No. Like, I understand, like, you thing. don't have... You got lipo to, like, get rid of the stomach, but you your arms still look like... It, big arms but here's the thing though like <laughs> i agree it does not look good some people look good with weight like have y'all ever seen yeah. somebody and I'm, that like yeah no i'm not talking with about their weight and then they lose weight and they get they look they sick. look funny yeah no, no, i'm not talking funny. about them being like bigger i'm talking about like how the proportion yes yeah, like because you then sucked all of your stomach out it don't look. Right. It don't look right. That's I would much saying, prefer though, you like, to have like your regular stomach, your weight, and on do you. like all the other girls who just wear a big shirt with some like tights. You know, like <laughs> I've been doing that. It. I am the queen of big shirts yeah, and tights. Okay? But like they look like, especially when they, when they put on their little onesie outfit, they look like some rest, like some army people, like okay. broad shoulders, <laughs> big titties. I'm sorry, going no, in. No, 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 no. But then like I, their stomach is flat, and they have them big gigantic thighs. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is that it's the pressure and that I'm pretty sure that they feel that pressure from other women not necessarily men because they're all married so what man are they trying to appease to you know what I'm saying right like, but they out here with these flat stomachs because if they didn't women would be oh we would talk about them, about them. Yeah. oh we would talk about yeah. them look at her on stage with them rolls we would totally talk about her and then we I can't believe she didn't rolls. wear no slip at church yeah well yeah. she ain't got a spanks on I say why you ain't got a spanks on in a, in a minute because guess what I'm gonna put my spanks on and la- the um, episode that just got uh, deleted, you was talking about Beyonce and her spanks. Yeah, I'm a li- maybe that was why. Maybe the beehive came on my computer. And deleted. And deleted. I deleted. I 
I called it. I called um, it. So I honestly think social media does have a negative and positive effects on me as a, a thinker woman because I think that I think on one hand, um, a lot of the um, I guess celebrity women have these fake body types where literally their waist is a size 17 and their freaking titties are a triple D and they booty is a freaking, their hips are a 41. Like it's crazy. Um, it's and ridiculous. so you want, you know, you do want to have that. Cur- I've always been curvy. I've always had a Coke bottle, but I've never had my waist to freaking boob hip ratio be that stark. So yeah, sometimes I do be like, dang, maybe I need to put a waist trainer on. Um, or sometimes I wear double spanks. I'm gonna just be honest when I wear certain dresses. But on the flip side, there are a lot of women on social media who have taken the approach that like, uh, have like gone against the body shaming and have really just been like open about their size and like stop photoshopping photos and like just really show what their real body looks like. And I appreciate that because I have cellulite, I got stretch marks, I have a couple rolls. Uh, I probably need to, you know, Girl, wax my rolls. armpits. Yeah, I got rolls. Uh, I got you know, marks. I mean, my chin be kind of double sometimes, you know, depending on what angle you hit me on. Uh, you know, and so it just depends, you know, I just, but I do, I appreciate those women who are able to say, listen, this is my body and that's just what it is. And, you know, regardless of if you, you know, are 15 pounds or, you know, 200, you still cool with where you're at. And, and once again, I think from a black woman perspective, it's for the women because the dudes, they love like. All of the stretch marks and all of that, like a real nigga loves stretch marks. Wait, because what? Because fake what? Fake niggas it, uh, love that too. What? It, um, <laughs> you said fake niggas. Love yeah, that. but like, what? Uh, who said this to my? All stretch marks mean is that you was big and got small, or you was small, small and, and got, got big. big. <laughs> 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 so I don't have stretch marks since I was like freaking 12 years old so i mean it just is what it is and at the end of the day like i'm i'm learning how to kind of filter social media and know that like niggas know that them bodies ain't real and they may they gonna go and like the picture because they're disgusting but they know them bodies ain't real but some guys make comments too which makes it worse like some guys are vocal with you know women's body type and i'm pretty sure that adds a another element to it like you know obviously you can everyone in in hip hop is thick. So for you know girls who don't have those curves, I'm pretty sure like they, it's the pressure like me said. So yeah, they're going out and getting surgery to add hips, and you can tell when it ain't real because the hips be real high up at the top. Wait, you can add hips, girl? Now? You, you ain't seen Kylie Jenner? No, That's I don't true. pay attention to those people. That baby, well, not even that. If you go on Fashion Nova or Boohoo oh, and look we'll at the see. black girls on there that be modeling the clothes, one of them in particular, she's like kind of light skinned with long hair. Mm-hmm. That baby got fake hips. The hips too high up on her body. Hips ain't supposed to be that high up. Listen, that's just, too much, bro. I, you know, my friends have made fun of me for a long time because they've been like, "You got some childbearing hips," and I just I didn't know that that was fake too. Like people out there getting fake hips. Come People on, People out bruh. here getting fake hips. When you get the booty, you can get the hip fat on the same th- at the same time. We'll see. And you know what? I I I I think that that's real. But then on on other days, you can get on social networks and they be like, "Oh, I want me a Felicia Rashad 
Or I want me a, what's the girl, Denise from the Cosby's? Yeah, what's her real name? Lisa Bonet. Oh, yeah. Or I want me an Aaliyah. Or I want me a, and it's a Halle Berry. And those, those women were natural. Like, so I don't get it. Like, how are we, it's like we go back and forth. Like, I one day I want the video vixen. And there's nothing wrong with a video vixen body. And there's nothing, I think, like, Justin, you say you can appreciate um, plastic surgery for what it is, you know, whoever mm-hmm. wants to do it. Not that I'm saying there's something wrong with it. I'm just saying, like, why is it the pressure to do one or the other? Like, why can't we just be comfortable with who we are? Yeah. Like, I I am going to be a naturally small person. So I'm okay with uh, Whitney Houston when she was not on drugs body. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's Sweet a small Whitney. person. Um, I'm okay with that body. But I'm I'm never going to have the Nikki body. So why can't I be comfortable in, you know what I'm saying? And we not tear each other down and be like, girl, you need to eat. I guess from, I think I don't eat. If I can be honest, like from a mental like standpoint for me, it's like, I guess I, I don't necessarily compare myself to other people. I just know my potential and what, like how my body can look. So that frustrates me. Like if I take a picture, like we just had a photo shoot and I fucking hated all those photos. In fact, if it was up from, if it was up to me, I would delete all that shit, Peggy. (laughs) I would literally delete delete delete. all that. Um, But it's like, I know how, I know if I work out, I know if I like work really hard, I know what my body type would be like and I can be fine. So I know that it's not all external. I would say for me, most of it is just me, like Jay. Like you know, if you get in, the, if you get in the gym, like what your body can look like. You know, I agree. I so, mean, but at the same time, those other external factors definitely does play play a role. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so I guess my next question is: How do you feel about <laughs> filters, photoshops, and ang- Photoshop and angles? And is this a means to help people with body image issues? And does it contribute to your body image issues? So I ran into a photographer that um, was telling me about, you know, that they follow other photographers and whatnot. And there is literally a photographer that works with like these, I'm just going to say Black China. I don't know that he works with Black China, but people that look like black China women that are like in that realm of whatever that they really do. Um, sell hair. Um, (laughs) they work on their pictures for like 40 hours. So they charge these photographers charge so much because really it's not about taking the pictures. It's about going in and editing the pictures Mm -hmm. afterwards. Mm -hmm. That's the real work. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just like, man, you know, like I've never used anything outside of my camera plus on my phone where I'm just going in trying to make a picture lighter because maybe it's too dark in the background. And so, like, you can't really see the image that well. But if people are really out here, I didn't know that. Like, I did not realize that they were really, like, slimming stuff down. And, like, I mean... You ch- that's not even your body. <laughs> so if I use that, I mean, all of my friends, all of the people that follow me on whatever, that most of them know me personally. Nobody would believe that. Like I couldn't, I could not use those, yeah, filters and all that kind of stuff because it'd be like, come on, Michelle, <laughs> we not know you. that's not no. you. Yeah. 
And I really didn't know people were doing that. So, I mean, I, I'm not for it, but uh, to each his own. Um, I I don't have a problem with filters. I don't think that what was the what was this like second question? Does it contribute to what your body image issues? No, and is it one, a, oh is it a, is means, it a means to, to help people with no, their so body image? So it's definitely not a means to help people with their um, body images because when you see the original picture, you know just what you look like. Um, <laughs> um, however, I'm I like I I don't mind I don't mind filters. In fact, I feel like. Some people, depending on like what type of industry or work that you do, obviously we're in media. So I feel like, you know, I think filters really help with perfecting a shot. And that it takes away from people judging your pictures and really focusing on, I guess, your work or your art, whatever. So um, and then obviously I'm a very visual person. Um, I do a lot of, um, um, you know, like, I guess, photography, you know, as a hobby. Or even just like, you know, I really like taking pictures. So my friends go to me to take pictures because mm-hmm. I can find angles or whatever the case may be. Um, and you then not only like that. the angle finder. You really <laughs> like just try to find it, right? Um, but then I also see a ton of people who have like great potential of having like a awesome, like let's say Instagram page. And like, you know, companies, and especially if you work in entertainment, like people look at how your instagram and like your social media is set up like how your pictures like how your pictures need to be consistent and you know your 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 pictures need to um market to the audience that you're trying to capture right so like filters and stuff like that plays a role in that aspect and i'm just not for like posting dead pictures because people will talk about you i don't care like if everyone posts like one fake picture one real picture like every single day that will do nothing to your insecurities it won't do nothing to you it won't it won't build you up or it may i mean it may it may help you to look at how people are real people but you have placed yeah. that whole fake world of who they are in your mind they didn't do that yeah so um, I think overall it's not a bad thing. Um, but if you post dead pictures, just know that people are screenshotting it. <laughs> they are talking about you. I mean, oh, it's wow. just a thing. Like it just is what it is. So, yeah. I mean, you can't expect the internet to bring realness to you because that's not what it's there for. So I have a question of like, I get what you're saying, but I guess it's like, why not work on your real image versus like putting out all of that? So because. Just let me attest mm-hmm. to this. Like, I talked, and I've said this for a couple episodes now, my skin. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go through and super filter my peer, my pictures because I've worked on my skin myself. Mm-hmm. So when people see my pictures, they look good because I worked for that. Mm-hmm. So, like, why is it that we need all of that? Because I'm talking about, like, the Photoshop and, like, the, the super filters and, like, doing all that. Why is it that we need all that? if we could really like put out a real image. So I think, I think you can do both, right? I think it's necessary for you to do both. Um, Obviously, you know, with like dark, like dark skin people in film and pictures, like depending on how the lighting is, it just not, it may not be a good representation of how you truly look in that particular lighting. Right. So a filter will help with bringing you out more rather than you being, um, sucked in by just horrible lighting mm-hmm. or even like, Hey, if you're in, if you have a really good shot, 
but you know like that right love handle is leaning out a little bit too much so to take away from that attention you'll just like suck that in a little i don't see nothing's wrong with it now whenever you're trying to like create a whole new ass or a whole new face like that's when it becomes a problem i just feel that you know a shot and this and i say this because i've done like picture editing before and it's like fuck i have a really really great shot but the fupa is like showing too much and i know if Mm -hmm. i let this picture be like what it is it's gonna take away from the overall picture yeah so but you're all right It, it it is possible for you to work on your i think it's good for you to work on your flaws but I mean, at the same at the same time, like pictures, you need to be visible. I mean, I'm talking about and I guess I'm coming from a place of people who are in media. It's like you need to be visual. You need to be out there. So if you have to if you have to filter until you make it or filter until you get to that point where you can have some flawless skin, which is extremely hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, skincare is extremely hard because half of it is internal. Half of it is external. Like how are you protecting your skin? What are you eating? And stuff like that. So I'm I I fully agree with you. I think it has to be a combination. Like if you're gonna be filtering, then you also need to be working on perfecting that flaw, that mm-hmm. physical flaw. So or getting to physical where you and want it to be, because perfection is not something that you can attain. Yeah, but. I mean perfection to of your pr- approval. I guess what you approve. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm here for for filters. I'm here for photo editing. I think, I mean, you can't make to in my opinion. You can't make somebody ugly pretty just off of a <laughs> off of a filter. I think that it enhances the photo. Um, now, you know, I also agree with photo editing. Like, if your fupa hanging out a little too much or whatever, if you want to make your arm a little bit smaller or whatever, I'm cool with that. But when you completely change literally your whole body type, that's when I'd have an issue. So, okay, this is just me playing devil's advocate. So it would be okay for a smaller person to add a little bit more ass if they didn't have no ass, but not, not like a Nicki Minaj. I don't have a problem with it. Like if it's well, like yeah, a little, you can't do a Nicki Minaj because uh, they'd be like, you know, somebody's doing it. So on Insta, but I'm, I'm here for it. And what I'm saying is, okay, if that's something that you want to do, you can do that. Just uh. know that you will have to deal with people being like, well, damn, that's not you. Yeah. Also. Yeah. You can do that all you want. Yeah. I'm saying that, like, I don't think people have to post real pictures to bring validity to your life because they're posting it for themselves. They're not posting it for you to feel good about yourself. Yeah. It's their shit. Yeah. So to expect me to, it's like how we expect these artists to raise our kids. To expect a fucking artist who is doing their art to raise your kids or to, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I guess that's where the problem lies. It's like you, you, people want other people to post what they see fit. A Christian may not want me to post up, take a picture with a drink in my hand, but that's my drink in my hand. And that's my real life. And I may do that or I may Photoshop that bitch out, but it still wouldn't bring no validity to your life. Yeah. I think what, yes, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Basically that Social media, like, and I and I think I agree to you. I agree with you to some extent that I, because usually when I post, I post for me. I post because I like the picture that I'm posting, and if people like it, that makes me feel good. But I don't post it for people to like it. To me, me, I post it because I like the picture. Versus you saying some people are posting, or excuse me, some people are looking at other people's posts and trying to gain something from that. Yeah. Okay. Which and is, I, I I agree. Which with probably you. has nothing to do with the question you asked. Uh, maybe. I don't, 
mean, yeah, no, probably not. Kind of do. I mean, low key I just think be. that it's 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 kind of a because you've said yourself that you post things that you think will make people feel good, so, like that they they're posts that are purposeful and like this made you feel good, so I'm gonna post it in hopes that it also gives somebody else a good feeling. Right. So for me, whenever I post, like one of my ob- objectives is to inspire. Now that's just one objective right <laughs> there are several other objectives but like that's one of the main ones like rather if it me like i'm a visual person so if i see an image and i want to take a picture of it if i take a picture of it that image is still fine the way it is but i can bring it out more mm-hmm. and that has everything to do with like trees and grass and buildings or a person's face and the angles so but at, yeah, that to answer your question, yes, that is one of my objectives to do so. But if Justin looks good in a certain type of lighting and whatever the case may be, I'm gonna post that also for myself because, you know, I'm just gonna do that anyway. Um, but then at the same time, I'm not gonna like take a picture from a horrible angle and like you see some neck fat and it's like, why would I even do that? Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's no point to even do that. I get what you're saying. Like, nobody is, like, texting me, like, Justin, you haven't posted in, like, five days, nigga. You need to post something. And I'm like, okay, well, let me just give you a little something. Nobody's right, doing that. Right. I I'm posting. Ne- yeah, I'm posting because I want to do that. So, yeah. I don't know. But then sometimes when you see yourself looking good in a picture, it also, I guess it does affect your... It makes you feel a little bit good about yourself. Your per- your You, your, though. Me, yeah, me. Not, yeah. It's not supposed to... To make other other people, people correct, right? It's so, for me, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm with you to a certain extent. But then I'm also like, I'm also like dark skin, and there's there are certain times of the day where I can't take a picture, <laughs> or I wouldn't say certain lighting. It's not times <laughs> well, of the day. Lighting, sorry, but that's certain black lighting. people in general, though. No, but some. I mean, I I mean, I've taken pictures of like different shades of people but like if i'm in a me taking a selfie in a club and you taking a selfie in a club it's, it's gonna look gonna total, it's not yeah. gonna be the same so i mean sometimes you may need a filter for that well that's why i just get on snapchat and do that front facing camera uh flash i just then, then you get the right. flash on the front i just need people to understand that <laughs> and then you get the flash on the front i just need people to understand that nine times out of ten or eight times out of ten the picture that you see is edited in some type of way so for me to like, let's say, meet one of my Insta famous people that I follow and expect them to look just the way they look like on a picture, it would be foolish of me. Yeah. Unless it's on their live because, you know, you get to see like the real them, right? True story. Okay, real quick. Name a time or talk about a time when you were completely comfortable with your body. When was it? How'd you feel? Do you know how to get back to that place? 2016, drink a lot of water and actually work out. Skin was flawless. I have on Instagram. I have the receipts to prove it. Just scroll on down. Was it was it 2016 or 2015? 2015. 2015, yeah, 2015 Last That's time it. we recorded, we all simultaneously agreed. 2015, 2015 was a yeah. good year. 2015 was a good year for us. It was a good year for us. It was a good year. It was for a y'all. good year. Skin was like fully hydrated. Body was straight. Yeah, it was good. I mean, and. I had, had a routine to do with a lifestyle, though. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. That is, and yeah. that is a very valid point. That's a yeah. really good point. Like, I, I can say that I was focused on me during that time. Absolutely, fully focused on me. Yeah. Like you said, I was drinking water. I was eating right. I was working out every day, 
And during that summer, I was working out twice a day because I was working for the school system. We was out during the summer. So Ooh, what else yeah, you going to do? All the time. You hear what I'm saying? And like my hair was right. No split ends. Everything was just good. <laughs> um, my, my teeth my <laughs> teeth was even a little bit wider. Get, get, yeah. get out of here. Because um, no, everything you, felt just re- everything felt really good at that time. 2015 was a good year. Um, hmm. How do I get back to that? Yeah. Stay away from people that's going to stress me out. Specifically in intimate relationships, because that's how I got away from it. F boys. So yeah, I'm I'm letting them go. Well, I let them go, but I'm just saying I'm not going back to that. Because when I get stressed, I won't go back. She can't go back. <laughs> uh, you you cannot be. <laughs> you, just, you, you switch the talk. <laughs> oh my god. Um no, but for real, like I um when I get stressed, I can easily lose weight because my appetite changes. Um, when I'm stressed. So stress really is what was the factor in mm. taking me away from that and my routine. Cause I, I, it was a, like I said, it was a lifestyle change. Yeah. Man, I was single, ready to mingle. I was out in these streets. Were I you was in broke, Dallas? so I couldn't really eat. So I was skinny. <laughs> Were you yeah, in Dallas? I was in Dallas. Again? I had a really nice gym in my apartment. So me and BT used to go work out every day, mm-hmm. every night. Like, I would go study for the bar and work out. Like, I was, like, on it. I was eating right because I was broke, so I had to eat right because I wouldn't really, really buy a whole bunch of food. You got to buy groceries. I had to buy groceries yeah. and make them hoes last because yeah. it just wasn't going to work. And I was drinking water because it was free and coming out of the faucet. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was living my best life, except not living my best life at the same time. Um, and, you know, to get back to that, honestly, it is a lifestyle change. I've gotten into a relationship. I've gotten lazy. Listen, and, and comfortable. That, that is, and you know, that is for the birds. It's, but it's real. That whole though. relationship shit. Because all you do, because all you do is eat. All you do is be like, hey, babe, you, you you want me to cook? You gonna cook? Or we gonna go out to eat? Okay, cool. I mean, that's what you do, and then you go home and you have sex and you go to sleep. Like, there's no like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm trying, and and, and Ben is helping me get back into that and Visha is helping me get back into that but I, I mean literally I work so much it's hard like when I'm when I leave here I'm gonna go do some work at home so it's just like it's a constant cycle of not me not having time or not making time to work out so um last thing just real quick any advice to anybody else on how to feel best about their bodies especially during the holidays because I always get fat in the winter I'm like a bear I be hibernating well, the good thing about it is that I think everyone gets a little bigger during the winter because that's just what we do. I mean, that's why we have, well, that's part of the reason why everyone gets back in the gym after the holidays. So don't feel bad for eating greens with pork in them. <laughs> um, now, my advice to you would be, um, I think it's like, I, I feel that as we get older, we need to begin to, I guess, cultivate practices that will focus on our overall well-being and i think the physical aspect of it is extremely important so i would i would honestly you know like for me like 2015 i feel that that was a bomb ass year for me i need to go back and think retrospect like what 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 was like what was my life like back then and what am i not doing that i was doing back then and if i am doing the same things what can i what can i do to um place I guess, you know, what can I do to put that focus back on, like, myself? 
Um, I can say, I mean, oh my gosh, like this podcast has, we've been so successful. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy that I got, you know, promoted with my job, but I can say all 2017 was not dedicated to myself, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for one, I need to going into 2018 would be to like do a little bit of self-evaluation, look at my schedule, um, implement things that I know that will be best for me in the long run, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Yeah. Um, and just put those things into place. Um, I think I would just encourage people to kind of like I said, uh, I do with social networks, just place people in your life that um, help you build your confidence about yourself. Um, my mom has been a significant person in my life because as far as body image, we are pretty much the mirror of each other. Um, she was a very small person when she was uh, younger and she's still small now and, you know, her getting older. But she just really encouraged me as a child to understand that, like, this is the way you were built. This is how you're going to look, appreciate who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, if, if that doesn't come from mom or auntie or grandma or whoever, just surround yourself around other people that um, also feel the same way. Cause I mean, I, I even have friends that whether they're larger than me or smaller than me, they encourage me in my size. Like mm-hmm. they, they tell me when I look good, they gas me up, you know, it, it, and they ain't gonna just gas me up for no reason. Like they gas me up when I really look good, and you know they'll they'll check me and they'll be like, "Ah, oh, you looking a little small. What you doing?" And it's like, <laughs> you know, okay, let me get back on it. But it's just, you know, just keep people around you that are gonna be positive and um, help you feel good about you. Yeah, and also just remember, like, you are like your body type is what your body type is, like. You ain't going to be, like, I will never be a size zero, like, unless I just get really sick. Otherwise, like, that's just not my body type. So just know what your body type is and learn how to dress well for your size. Don't nobody know what size your pants are. Go buy the right size so that when you put them <laughs> on, you don't have freaking side meat hanging out the side. That's a message for you me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you don't have, you know, your nuts balled up in there and all you, I mean, you can, you know, just, just dread, like, literally wear <laughs> your correct. Just wear your size and it will, I promise you, make you feel and look so much. It's so real. It's actually fun because yeah. I'm like, because I've gotten bigger and I know niggas may not even see it or not but i'm i'm naturally a small person but because i am bigger i'm having to buy new clothes and it's actually fun it's like it's terrible when i hit the actual size that i need but when the clothes come in and i actually like put it on i'm like okay let's go like i know i'm looking good at first i was trying to fucking fit into czar and like this you know it just wasn't working nigga like you looking like you fucking wrapped uh fucking um tamale Fuck. Listen, up here like a suffocating. <laughs> fucking booty and busting like up. And so yeah, like that was that's one thing I've I've, I've always <laughs> she like a booty. I've always worn my size, and I also accentuate the good parts of me. I have big boobs, nice hips. I wear my titties out, but I make sure I cover the parts that I don't like, and I'm you know I accentuate my legs because I like my legs. Like you just accentuate the best parts of you or the parts you like of yourself, and wear your darn size. And I promise you, wear your you size so when it. I go in the store, I can get my size. 
Cause I'm sick of I'm sick of these extra larges putting these smalls on. I'm serious I ain't about never it. Buy no small, like I, I just be like, come on, no bruh. Small. I seen this one person pick up my size, and I was like, bro, you do not need that. I was so mad. I was like, that's not even her size. I want to tell Maybe her something. Maybe she was getting it for her little <laughs> Continue. Nisha got a millennial moment for us. Yes. Um, so we received an email from Jasmine. What up, Jeez? With hey, a Z. Is that our friend? Huh? No, that's not our friend, Jazz, right? No, no, that's okay. not our friend, Jazz. But we can say her name because there's no incriminating uh, information in this email. It's a really nice email. It kind of goes along with the episode. So she says, hey, gang, I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to y'all. I appreciate the vulnerability and authenticity consistently offered. Girl, that's too many words with more than 10 letters <laughs> in one sentence. And I'm reading it. Okay. I'm on a few of the earlier episodes where y'all talked about social media, societal pressures, etc. If majority of us as millennials recognize that social media can be unhealthy and negative at times, why do you think we haven't changed the focus? For example, maybe displaying some of our negative moments and not just our positives, or maybe not filtering every picture with the best angle. Personally, I believe that it has become what it has become because we as users have allowed for it to be so. I think if we were more open to exposure, whether positive or negative, it could possibly shift the focus from comparison, jealousy, envy, etc., to maybe encouragement and honesty. I hope y'all are well and look forward to hearing from you soon. Girl, thank you, Jazz. Oh, thank you so much, Jazz. I actually met Jazz at um, uh, the Batty Brunch, at oh, a really? Batty Brunch event. Yeah, like, um, oh man, like two months I'm ago. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Why? I'm just glad you said that. Oh. Yeah, she's a nice person. Yeah. Not like cuz I was I was <laughs> I was going to refer back to what I was saying earlier like answering her question like oh. you, know, you know people just like to go oh, in. Right. right. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he loved to go in. No, I met her and she is she's younger than us. I think Jasmine is about 24. Aww. But she's a really great girl and she has been a constant source of 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 encouragement for me. Oh, wow. she's That's younger. Good. They're getting it. Did you see her con- credentials? They mm-hmm. on the email. Yeah. Go, so, yeah, she's in school and she's really doing it. So, anyway, um yeah, and, and she actually asks me a lot of questions about the podcast because she has started from the beginning recently and loves it. So, uh, Justin, what were you going to say? <laughs> um, what was her last question? I'm sorry. I forgot. Well, I'll answer. Um, yeah. So I, I think that the reason um, people cannot be completely vulnerable on social networks and open in exposing all of the negative things they go through because I think sometimes you can put a few things out. But for me, I cannot be completely um, open like that because I don't think that everybody that follows you on every social network is there for your growth and or positivity. Mm. Some people are just watching what you do because they want to see you fall. And I am not going to give people the satisfaction. Do I go through things? Yes. Have I gone through things? Absolutely. And will I continue to go through them? Yes. But I am not willing to put out those things because I don't want those. I don't want to give the satisfaction to the people that are waiting for me to fall. Um, And I can't say that there are a lot of people out there waiting for me to fall. I don't think that I'm just like out here with a billion haters. But, you know, 
the reality of it is people will say they're going to pray for you and they really not. The other part of that is I don't want everybody praying for me because I don't really know if your prayers are going all the way up. They might get interceded, and so I just need oh, my so core. <laughs> I just need my it's core people truth, to pray for me. Um, and yeah, so I just don't. I don't put all of what I go through on social networks because I don't think that it's um, healthy to do that for me. Um, I I think people do put real things on social media. I just feel like we as a culture have to understand that, you know, social media is literally just a snippet of someone's life. Um, and you know, it's just not everything. Right. And then if I do put everything out, then I need to be able to explain everything, which may be tiring for you to read or tiring for you to witness or tiring for you to experience. So, um, I think people do put real things out there. It's just a matter of like what are what are things that they can put out that they can feel one way regardless of what type of response it get. Because if you put something out there, then you have to be willing to go through whatever feedback people give, uh, rather it's solicited or unsolicited. So um, I think people do. It's just that it's just not – like social media is just not the place to do that. Um, but then it is a place for some people to release those real raw emotional feelings. But I think at this point, then, you know, they're just doing it for a release, not necessarily for a response. Um, right. And, right. And um, so, I, I mean, that's just how I feel about it. Um yeah. So, I mean, I know, for, I mean, there are some things that I would never put on uh, social media because it's just like, it's, I, I know that I wouldn't be able to take someone responding to that situation in a negative way. Like I'm not, I'm not prepared for that. I'm not ready for that. You know, I'm not ready. I may not be ready for the truth um, because I still have to process that, that real thing that's going on. Um, now, if you re, I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't know exactly what she's referring to when it comes to like real yeah, authentic I mean, yeah, things. Yeah. It could be not if it's a picture, you know, I still feel the same way I felt about earlier. I think you should just post your best self and you counteract that with working out and making sure that you look like your pictures whenever people see you. That's <laughs> <laughs> where you can. But don't post nothing that is just terrible because it's like, I mean, it's just not necessary. People don't need you to be real in order for them to see real or experience real. They don't need that. So just post your, you know, just post what you would need to post. I try to be real on social media. I try to be real about most of the things I go through. Some things are private. I'm not going to post every time Ben and I have a fight because, one, it ain't none of y'all business. And, two, I ain't telling nobody because that's something that he and I need to work through. Um, I I'm I have been very open and honest about my anxiety and depression when I did the No Shame November. But I'm not going to post every time I feel depressed. I'm not going to post every time I'm not having a good day. One, because... Why? And two, if I did that, y'all be like, ugh, Cara always posts about her day. I'm sick of hearing about what Cara got I'm going sick on. Because that's what they're going to say. Like, yeah. it's not, you know what I'm saying? But then it's like, you know, when I'm when I'm happy all the time, it's, you know, that's an issue. I think you can never, you can't satisfy everybody. Somebody is going to be mad about whether you post too much or don't post enough. 
And at the end of the day, social media should be for you. And if you want to use it as a release, cool. I'm going to unfollow you, but you go ahead and use it as your release and post every day because that's what you want to do. You don't need my follow for that. But at the same time, I think that the reason why people don't post their real lives is because of the fear of being criticized, like Jess was saying, the fear of receiving unsolicited or solicited advice because it seems like when you put it on social media that's what you're doing it for to elicit a response and you know if you don't want a response to be elicited then you need to just chill so um also I think another part of that is social media is supposed to be a snapshot of your life and it's usually a snapshot of the good things you're not going to post a monot like the monotony of your day you're not going to post Every time you sit on the couch and watch TV, you're not going to post every time you go to work in the morning and drink your coffee because like, it's, you know, what I'm saying it's not a highlight. Think of social media as the highlight reel of somebody's life. When you submit a highlight reel to be, you know, to be considered to be on somebody's football team, you're not going to post every time you got hit. You're going to post every time you hit somebody else or every time you got a touchdown or every time you caught the ball because it's a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. It's not in. If that was the case, then we would literally be on Instagram Live our entire day from the time we wake up, which is stupid. Like that movie. Which, Y'all which, seen that movie? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know the name of it, and I'm not her? even trying to her. You talking about her? Mm-mm. No, it's like when they were playing game or with, something like that. It was with uh, from. How gone it? See, I said we're gonna try to guess. What's the man from Forrest Gump? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. It's a Tom Hanks movie. And what they did was they had a camera follow this girl for her whole life. So you could just get online and you could see whatever she was doing all day. And somebody ended up dying in the movie because they didn't want what they were going through to be on camera. And it made them like so nervous and they were in such a frantic that they like drove off a cliff. Oh. So like that's in- that's how intense it, intense it could be because... We're trying to follow somebody all through the day. And you go through things within your day, within, you know, your week that don't need to be shared with everybody. Right. Yeah. Right. So. I, I wish yeah. I could find the name of the movie so people can go watch it. But it's about social networks. We'll, we'll, we'll post it on our Twitter whenever we figure it out. Yeah. But y'all, oh, you want to no, say no, something? No, 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 nothing. Oh, I was going to say, um, Jasmine, thank you so much for writing in. If thank you, you want to write, If you want to write in and ask us a question and or comment on any of our episodes, please do. You can email us at info at millenniallove.com. And we always reply. It may not be the same day, but mm-hmm. <laughs> we be replying. Anyway, are um, we are we definitely read it? We definitely we'll read that. it, and we try to reply <laughs> within the week. It's it just gets a little hectic. So, thank you guys for listening. This has been. Oh, I didn't even say what number episode this was. You didn't was, even Jesus. say the word of the day. I sure didn't. Listen, we ain't got no. The word of the day is crumus. Use crumus in a sentence. Please don't do that. <laughs> Nor use breakfast. I I hate breakfast. My little brother woke me up. Early in the morning by six o'clock on Christmas. And he fixed breakfast. Correct. That is so disgusting. Don't ever say that. Christmas. Bye. Bye, y'all.